generating income is not just something that you want to do to pay bills, right? So you need to figure out what is that number? How much money do you need to make passive income? How much passive income do you need to generate so that you don't have to wake up every morning to go to work? And once you understand what that number is, then you start to create a plan. What's going on, everybody? This is Jamel Gibbs. Welcome to another podcast episode. Now, today we have a special guest who, you know what? We're going to throw uh, a monkey wrench into what you guys have been learning on this podcast since we started this thing. Now, today we're really talking to a specific group of people. If you're a parent right now and you're looking for a way to uh, show your children how to create generational wealth. That's what this episode is about. This episode is for you. I really, really, really wanted to get my good friend. I've known our special guest for over 20 years. We actually went to high school together. And um, she posted something on Facebook a few weeks ago, and it just immediately captured my attention. I thought it was really important to have her on the line to talk about some of the things she's been able to do to create this generational wealth and what she's doing to help others do the same as well. So listen up, especially if you're a parent. I don't, even if you're not a parent, I want you to listen to this episode, take these ideas and start implementing the ideas because, you know, again, you guys have heard me say it before. I could talk about building capital and, and building wealth and real estate investing all day long. I could teach you everything you need to know, but if you don't implement what we're talking about, then the information is useless, right? So I really want you guys to really pay attention, but not only pay attention, I want you to take action with what we're talking about. Janelle, what's going on today? Hi, Jamel. I'm wonderful. I'm so excited to be here with you this afternoon. Um, excited to just speak to your audience and um, just continue to, to, to spread the gospel of generational wealth. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you know what? I know it's been a long time. Uh, we actually touched base on Facebook a few, at least two to three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of got back in touch with each other. It's been a little while since high school, obviously. But um, I know you're doing some big things. And I was really excited to see that Facebook post that you, that you put up a few weeks ago. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and how you got to, to what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, sure. So uh, my name is Janelle Rock, and I am born and raised in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I, I've always had a, a deep interest in financial freedom. I remember first hearing that term from Robert Kiyosaki back in like the mid nineties. And I uh, remember I was in, in high school at the time and I had gone to one of his, um, one of his, his seminars and I read, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and, you know, then went into college, graduated college and became a teacher. And I loved teaching, but I knew I did not want to work 40 years of my life to retire on 40% of my income. And then, you know, when I die, I'd have nothing really to pass on to the next generation. Um, and so I was 
in this quest, I believe, uh, to, to really discover what that life of financial freedom was about. And my journey was not easy. So while I was teaching, I actually got into um, investing with a partner that was a friend of a family friend. And already that sounds crazy because it was just too far removed, but I was hungry. And, um, you know, I trusted this particular person and, you know, my friend, my, my family and I, we went in on some real estate deals that didn't go very well. And so uh, I, at the time, I only had a student loan debt, but then I added another million dollars of real estate debt to that when everything went um, bad. It went really bad. And this was around the time where we had that, that crisis in our nation around 2008, 2009. But you know, it's through your greatest test that you develop your testimony. And I really do believe I had to go through that. And if I had to do it again, I'd do it because out of that came this purpose and this passion of what I'm doing now. So um, I love teaching. I love learning. And the focus of what I do is really on helping um, young people and adults that deal with young people understand how to achieve financial independence um with with the uh now you you mentioned that you went to college what type mm -hmm. of teacher did you become an elementary school teacher elementary school so mm -hmm. obviously teaching is in your blood right um something that you love to do and now what i love what i love about what you're doing you're taking that same concept so you're still teaching youths mm -hmm. how to build that generational wealth but you're just not doing it on an elementary school level. You're spreading it out, right? Yeah, believe it or not, I taught elementary school for about four years, and then I transitioned into um, adult learning. So I've been doing adult learning for about 15 years, and I've been working with um, middle school and high school students intermittently to help educators understand how to implement best practices for these young people. Yeah. So even though my career started with elementary school, um, students, most of my career has been around adult learning and then helping those adults learn how to implement best practices and teaching for adolescents of all ages. Got it. Yep. Okay. So, so now obviously you're, you're, you're teaching adults, you're teaching children. How did you, I guess, how did you get into the generational wealth part of it then? Uh, well, like I said, I started, it started with a passion. Then um, when I started um, when I started teaching, I did my first master's in um, childhood education, and I actually did my action research on what it would could we teach young people these financial principles at a very young age. And I saw six-year-olds in my classroom make financial choices with this study and they were like developing businesses and actually experiencing success at such a young age and i remember having conversations with their parents and they were so grateful but at the same time they they were they were grateful because the students were getting this 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 learning but they wanted it themselves because they didn't know how to teach it because they themselves had very limited knowledge around um, you know, financial literacy and what does it mean to be financially intelligent? They didn't understand that. And so I saw that you have, I mean, not just parents. If you're a parent, you're a mentor, you're a caretaker to a child and you 
No, I mean, any, any person who, who's responsible for a child, they want the best for that child, but they may not necessarily have the resources, the tools, the knowledge to implement that because they themselves may be struggling to make the right decisions. They don't really understand. So this is where generation wealth comes in. We're able to work with adults to help them implement best practices so that they're also able to, to, to help the, the young people that they are responsible for. Because one of the best ways to learn something is to teach it. So you do it and you teach it. That's right. That's right. And that, that's where we were talking about earlier today when it comes to taking action. If you don't, if you don't implement what you learn, then you're not going to ever get anywhere. So it's all about uh, doing. And then, like you said, teach it to others as well. So what are, some of the, what are some of the key aspects to building that generation of wealth? Like, what are some of the things that you're teaching? So um, one of the things that I try to help uh, my, my clients understand is that generating income is not just something that you want to do to pay bills, right? So you need to figure out what is that number? How much money do you need to make passive income? How much passive income do you need to generate so that you don't have to wake up every morning to go to work? And once you understand what that number is, then you start to create a plan. So what is the debt do I, that I have? Do I, what, what kind of debt do I have? What kind of budget do I need to create? In some cases, you might need to get a second job for a season to get out of that debt. So then you can start to really build instead of being in a hole where you're always paying. So the first thing is really to um, determine what is that number? What is that number? How much money do you need to make passive income? in order to, to be financially independent, that first stage of financial independence. Where, let's stop, let's stop mm -hmm. right there for a second. So for those of you listening, what Janelle is explaining is, okay, let's say that you, you have $5,000 a month in expenses. Um, what she's saying is what it, basically find out what that number is that you need to surpass and, and, and then start building passive income around that number. Is, is that about right? So yeah. if, it's, if, you, if you have, let's say, $5,000 a month in expenses and you bring in $6,000 a month or $5,001 per month in passive, passive income. income where you're not actually working for the money, then you're considered to be wealthy at that point. So what she's saying is figure out what your number is that you need to, to target first. Yes. Then yes. we're going to go into the next step. Yes. Um, so first you need to figure out what that number is. Um, and then, you know, we create a plan. So it depends on, you know, where you are. If you're in, in a situation where you need to get out of debt, you need to figure out, you know, we need to figure out a plan to help you get out of debt as quickly as possible. Now there's good debt and there's bad debt, there's bad debt, right? Um, and so we're, we're looking at, you know, the credit card debt, the auto loans, the, the, the student loans, and all of those things where you're continually giving that money out, but how are you getting yourself into investments where you can generate that passive income so that you're able to experience that first stage of financial independence? So that, that's the second thing, create a plan and then execute. And so that's where I come in, in terms of coaching and helping to, to, to course, course correct, right? So once you have a plan, of course, the plan that you create, sometimes you have to course correct. You need to make some adjustments along the way. And as a coach, that's what I'm able to do with my clients. Right. I also um, work with one of you know, the, the other parts of the work that I do is I go into schools. 
and I'll actually work with schools in either doing training academies with middle school and high school students and college students, or I'll also um, train teachers and help them understand how to actually implement the curriculum so that they can do it themselves. Got it. Now, you're obviously a living example of what you're talking about here. So uh, you want to tell them a little bit about how I know in that Facebook post, you mentioned you were over a million dollars in debt and you got yourself out of it. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of that debt came out of um, the, you know, banks and uh, loan companies giving, you know, loans that they probably didn't have any business giving. Right. Um, I was a teacher making $40,000 a year and I had like four houses. You know, I had way more than my paperwork showed that I could pay. So, um, you know, through all of that, there was definitely um, some culpability on the parts of the banks. And so they definitely had to make some adjustments and um, forgive some, a, a lot of that debt. Uh, so that was really helpful. But then I also put myself on a, a serious fast. So I, you know, I, I put myself on a spending fast. I got rid of the credit cards. I implemented an in envelope system, all cash. I wasn't using any credit paid off my student loans, whatever was left from those, um, the, the real estate loans, I paid that. And it was a learning experience for me. You know, I learned certain disciplines and I knew what it felt like to be in that place. And I didn't want to be in that place again. But even more so, I knew that there was a lot more people who was in that place that I was in and I wanted to help them get out. And how, how long did it take for you to be able to accomplish that? Um, so about four years. And we're talking about a, a, over a million dollars in debt, guys. That, that's not a game. Yeah. <laughs> a million dollars in debt. And you paid that <laughs> off in four years. In four years. And now, um, you know, I'm in a place where I have uh, generational wealth. I'm consulting with schools, consulting with clients. Um, and this is, was this, not, not to cut you off, but was all of this done on that $40,000 a year income? I uh, know <laughs> I had to, to, you know, get some other, other streams of income going. So, um, I started a different business. Um, I don't have that business anymore, but it definitely helped. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, just selling stuff, <laughs> selling stuff I didn't need. <laughs> Basically creating, creating that, uh, I guess you would call it the American dream, huh? Just kind of grinding your way out of that debt to be able to yeah. get to where you needed to be. Yeah, right? it was it was a very uncomfortable place to be generally, but I had to make a decision. Is it going to, am I going to be in this uncomfortable place of owing people for the rest of my life? Or am I going to make, just deal with the discomfort for a short period of time and experience that freedom for years moving forward. And my life has never been the same and I would do it all over again because it was worth it. Absolutely. And you know, what I'm hearing is, so number one, you, you figured out what the problem was and that was step one. So that was figuring out how much you needed to bring in. Mm -hmm. Number two, you created a, the plan wrapped around how uh, 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 getting yourself out of that situation. And number three, you basically took action. And part yep. of that taking action was creating other streams of income to help you to offset that, that debt. Absolutely. And, and that was by any means, by any means necessary, pretty any much, right? Necessary. Yes. Got it. Money, money is a good master and it's a good slave. That's right. And I love that. I certainly, I certainly wasn't going to be a slave to money. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So if you had to give a three-step process to our listeners here, would you consider those 
the three steps that we just talked about to be the the primary way of going about getting out of any debt and starting that wealth building uh, process? Yeah, absolutely. I would say, um, you know, that first step is making a decision. Mm-hmm. You have to make a decision that where I am right now is not where I want to be five years, 10 years, 20 years down the road. It's not where I want my, my child to be. And so it starts with making a decision. Once you make that decision, you have to take your head out the sand. You, you have to, to really look at your situation and be realistic about where you are. And it can be scary, but it's necessary. Right. Then you create a plan. You create a plan that's going to take you from where you are to where you want to go. And lastly, like you said, you execute, you implement it. Right. And um, you, have to, you, you have to really move yourself to the place of belief. So um, there's a, a neuroscientist that I follow. Her name is Carolyn Leaf. And she says, thoughts plus action equals belief. So you may not initially believe it, but if you think it, and you take action, you're going to move yourself to the place of belief. And once you have that belief, then you're able to push through whatever issues come your way. How, whenever it gets hard, you believe that you're able to get to that place. And with the right coaching and the, you know, being self, self-directed, you have to definitely be invested in, in building your own education and learning around it. But thoughts plus action equals belief. You make a decision, create a plan, execute it and you can get whatever it is that you want when it comes to financial independence. Thinking Grow Rich is a, is a great example of what Janelle just mentioned. But also, if you, if you think modern times, you know, um, I don't like mentioning other people's names on this podcast, but you know what, I'm going to talk about it anyway. You think about a guy like, let's say, Kanye West, mm. right? Who, his thought process, if you, if, you know, if you know anything about his story, now I'm not a... Kanye, I'm not a big Kanye fan by any means, but I like his, his the way he thinks about things. So um, if you think, if you know anything about his story, Kanye, before he made it big in music, he thought he was already there, right? And it's the same exact process with what Janelle is talking about. If you just think it, and then you have, you have the belief that you're already there or that you can get there then there's mm-hmm. nothing that can stop you except yourself. Absolutely. Thoughts are things. Thoughts, thoughts are, are things. I love it. I yeah, love thoughts it. are things. They're real. They're not, you know, you don't dismiss them. And so you have to control what you're thinking and you have to act your way into being in that place, even if you're not there yet. Right. You have to speak as though you're already there, even though you're not there yet. And that's what creates the belief and that's what creates the attraction. Love it. I love it. So let's talk to some of the, uh, let's say, single parents, or like you said, people who are taking care of children right now and really want the best for them, which should be everybody. Um, let's talk to some of them right now. What are some of the things that they need to look out for? Uh, like, what are some of the vehicles that they can get involved in in order to start their child in building that wealth? What should they be teaching their children? Well, they should definitely... Um talk to their kids about the purpose like what what why is money needed why is it important right there's a um a a famous saying um it's a scripture actually it says money answers all things and people like what is that actually a scripture i'm like yeah really it is it does say that money answers all things um now money doesn't take the place of relationships and all those other areas but 
it's a very important vehicle. And we don't get money just so that we can, you know, um, you know, hide it under our pillow. You can't eat the money, but it's in exchange for the things that you can get for with it. Yep. And so I think the earlier that parents are able to have those conversations with children, the better it is. It's not, it shouldn't be a secret. You should be talking to them about, you know, how you're managing bills or if they ask for something, well, if you really want something, do you understand how much it costs? Do you understand what we have to, to do in order to get it? And make them partners, partners in learning about how money works in the home. Um, I think you should also talk to your kids about how money is produced or, 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 or earned. So you, you have people who work jobs, people who own jobs if you're self-employed. Um, and they're still exchanging time for money. Then you have ways of investing where your money works for you or leveraging the time of other people and helping them understand that because if, you're, if you understand those principles, you're gonna help your kids understand that working for money is not the way to wealth, right? Working for money, you have to put your money to work for you because what they really need to be putting their work into is achieving freedom. That's right. And you're not going to have freedom unless you start, uh, if you stop trading time for money, then that's how you're going to accomplish the true freedom. You know, you mentioned something about, you know, teaching the youth and, and different vehicles. I just taught my, I'm teaching my daughter right now. I'm not sure if you saw the video or not, but a few weeks ago, I put out a video on, uh, on uh, what is it, YouTube, mm -hmm. on how I'm training my daughter to... Uh, do real estate investing. She was able to pick up a $13,000 check from a wholesale deal a little over a month ago now. And oh my God, that makes me so happy. Like that, and, and that wasn't, I mean, that wasn't extra for you. You're doing it anyway, exactly. right? And so what you did is that you involved her as a partner, right. a learning partner. So she can come and she can see because kids, they don't just learn by what you say. They learn by what you do. And I she's watching. speak louder than words. Yeah. You know, Perfect so- example. <laughs> so, you know, just, it, it just, it, it goes to show that if you put in the time to learn a craft that you can teach your children, and if you fix your own spending habits as a, as a, um, a parent or someone that's taking care of a child, you can remember children are always watching you. If you can just pass that uh, information down to them, or if you can show them by your actions, then it goes a long way in the long run uh, and, and really helping them to understand what it's all about. Uh, I love the fact that you manage, uh, that you, you uh, talked about managing the money the right way. People overspend. So what are you doing as a parent uh, with, with your own spending? How are your spending habits? Your children are watching you. It really all starts with you as the individual and just understanding that your children will pick up on all of your habits if you continue to show them exactly what you're doing, because you're, you're, they're, they're playing follow the leader. Oh, the absolutely. And I actually wanted to, you know, speak to, you know, listeners who have, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, like or, already, that is, you're, you're, you're just like light years ahead to, to sit down and to take the time on how to make money in real estate. Even if you haven't started doing that, the desire is there right? The thought is there. And, um, you know, you, you, you continue to, 
to engage yourself with the, the books, the, the podcast, whatever it is in order to learn, that's super important. And so you may not necessarily feel like you have all the knowledge or you may not even be doing it yet, but that's okay. You can talk to your child, say, listen, you know, this is what I'm listening to because this is where I want to be. And if you, if you feel like, okay, I have all this knowledge and I'm not sure where to go next, then you may, you may need to, to, to do a, a consultation session with a coach. And it's okay because that's all part of learning. You, taking that time to invest in yourself is the best investment possible. Yep. It all starts with, with you investing into yourself and then knowing what to invest in. So let's talk a little bit about some of these vehicles. So what are some of the vehicles that you would recommend in order to start building that, that, that wealth, that passive income? Mm-hmm. Um, well, of course, real estate is a great way to start. Um, you definitely, from my own past experience, you definitely want to make sure that you have the, the right mentors and you're getting really good information. Um, but real estate is, it's, it's real. It's, it's actually, you can see your, where your money's going, right? You can see like, okay, I put this house, I can look at it. I can see Thank that you. it's there. And over time, you know, real estate has always proven to be a great investment. You're, you can definitely see how your money increases in value over time. Um, stock market is also a great way um, to, to grow your income and you don't necessarily need a lot to get started. Um, I, you know, work with, with clients on, you know, how to, how to use the stock market to build wealth. And um, that's also something that I would certainly recommend. So those are two places to start. I know that sometimes when people want to get started, they may not necessarily have a lot of money and they think they need a lot of money to make money. And that's not always the case. Right. I'm going to throw in a couple. I love the fact that you mentioned real estate because it's a tangible investment. Then you have intangible investments like stocks and and bonds and things like that. Um, I'm going to throw in a couple, start your own business, figure out what it doesn't necessarily have to be wrapped around real estate. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. There's uh, places like Shopify and Amazon where you can actually go start an online business mm-hmm. with very little capital, learn a craft, learn how to sell and start making money doing it. Doesn't necessarily have to be real estate all the time. I know this is a real estate investing podcast, but you want to spread your wings as well. There's other ways of creating capital to support your real estate business. So, you know, keep in mind, real estate is an investment. Stocks and bonds are investments, but you also have businesses. You have intellectual wealth where you can, you can write a book or you can create a course. Everybody's good at something. If you create some type of program on what you're good at, if you're good at it, if you're interested in it, other Somebody people will be in it. Somebody else is going to be interested in it, right? So sell your craft. Uh, so you have intellectual properties. You have, you know, another, another form of an intellectual property would be a software or, you know, some type of website or articles or, you know, maybe you're a good writer. Maybe you're uh, good on video. If you're not good on video, you can become good. I'm not good on video, but I'm becoming good on video. I'm training myself. The more you do it, the better you become. So then you put out, you build... You build an audience, which is another form of wealth generation. Audience. Yeah. If, if, you, if, you put, if you build an audience on social media, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you know, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yeah, you know, advertisers you a, start to pay you for right. your followers to become you, you, an influencer. 
influencers. Absolutely. You built, you become an influencer. You just took the words right out of my mouth. So don't think so narrow minded with what you think wealth generation is all about, but you do want to have uh, real estate is 100%. Uh, in my opinion, real estate needs to be a part of that portfolio, but also uh, broaden out, you know, uh, build multiple streams of income. So if one is doing bad, and I experienced this myself, you know, and I'm sure you did as well, Janelle, uh, when you have one that slows down because you're going to have uh, seasons where, Absolutely. you know, business is going to slow down a little bit, you have another one that's going to pick up the slack. So exactly. build multiple streams of income. And yeah. the least, you know, in my opinion, just going back to the original topic with, with real estate, if you focus on rental properties, apartments, things like that, even single family properties, there's some pros and cons to both of them. But if you focus on uh, building income that you don't have to work for, that's considered, you know, that's how you build that passive income, that generational wealth at the end of the day. Um, rental properties is a great way to do it. If you can set up a business like a shop, a five store, or even if you, st you started a, a mom and pop shop, um, and you're not physically working there all the time. Maybe you're good at baking cakes. You hire a staff, you teach them the recipe and let them do the, do the work. You're still building passive income. You're not working. You not have to be there. You, have you don't to have to be there. Exactly. Or, yeah. you know, even when it comes to, uh, you know, stocks and bonds that they make you money while you sleep. If you set up a website and you have an audience, uh, maybe you're making money off of a software subscriptions is a, is a form of passive income. But these are just some things that give you guys some ideas on what you need to do. Really start thinking creatively, start opening your mind up to other aspects of business. And then you can always take some of that money and put it back into other businesses like real estate and things like that as well. Uh, yeah. And teach your kids this stuff. That's the important part. Teach your kids. That's the most, you know, for me, that's where my, my heart is. Um, you know, I look at, you know, education in this country right now and financial education in schools is, is minimal, to say the least. And if it is happening at schools, it's just teaching kids how to budget, how to manage credit, what credit is. And it's all of the what's, but not the why. Why do I need to learn how to budget? Why do I need to, to understand how to use credit responsibly? Why do I need to save? The whole why is because you don't want to be a slave to money for the rest of your life. You want to do this so that you can decide, I want to stop working for money in 10 years. And so I need to be good manager of my credit. I need to be able to get out of debt or not even get into debt. Because if you get them early, you'll get them before they start making those bad decisions. And they're able to ex experience that financial independence sooner. You don't have to wait 40, 50 years to retire. You can retire yourself if you understand the deep, the why. Why do I need to know all of these other skills? I need to know them so that I can start to determine what's my financial independence number and what do I need to do to get there in five years, 10 years, 15 years, however long you want it to take. Now, let's just say someone is, let's say that they don't want to start a business. Mm -hmm. Don't want to. They don't want to. Uh, you know, do some of the things that we just spoke about, yeah. and they just wanted to keep a regular job. How hard is it for? How hard is it for that type of person to mm -hmm. achieve that generational wealth that we're talking about here? 
that's a great question because the truth is is that not everyone wants to um wants to start a business not everyone has that desire some there's some people who have a job and they love what they're doing and they honestly want to do it for the next 40 years or until they retire so the truth of the matter is is that you can achieve financial independence however it's going to take you longer than the person who may have started a business on the side, who may be um, doing some other active investing um, strategies. It's gonna take you longer, but it doesn't mean that you can't get there. And uh, you will have to invest your money. You don't necessarily need to be involved in um, some of the more, more aggressive ways of investing, but you, you are responsible for, for your financial future. Um, one, one, of, one of the things that I actually am a big, advocate for I'm, I'm not a you know i don't really do the 401k because you know i don't work a regular job but um i i love roth iras um i love the love fact it. that you know i can pay my taxes now and i put my money away and you know in 40 years it's like oh look i got a million dollars so i think um roth iras you know traditional iras it, it all depends but you can definitely take advantage of the opportunities the investment opportunities that your your uh, employer provides especially if they provide like a matching option so you know if, if they're going to match up to three percent or five percent then the least you could do is at least invest that five percent so that they're going to match it for you um and so look at the employer benefits um i there's a book that I read a few years ago and it was phenomenal. And I thought it was actually really valuable, especially for someone who might have a job and they don't necessarily want to start another business. It's uh, Tony Robbins book. It's called Money, um, Master the Game. I love it. And that's, I love that that's book. a really good book, especially if you, if you work a nine to five or you, you find yourself in a career and you love it and you want to keep doing it. I highly recommend that book. It's actually a great book to listen to. I listened to it first. And then it was so good, I bought it, and then I reread certain parts and um, actually, you know, took some of the advice and invested in some of the things that he suggested. Um, so I would highly recommend that book, especially if you if you work a nine to five. But just know, if you work a regular job, it's going to take you longer to get to that financial independence number. Another book I'm going to recommend, in addition to that, is The Greatest Man in Babylon. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love that book. I can listen to it over and over and over again, which I actually do. It's one of my go-to books when I go to the gym. But to be honest with you guys, you know, financial education is out there. Um, there's certain go-to books for me, certain go-to books for Janelle. But again, if you don't take action, then it doesn't, all this is vanity. It, is, it, is, it doesn't mean anything. So yeah. you have to, take action with the information. Tony Rob, that book uh, uh, by Tony Robbins is a fantastic book as well. I've gone through it. But check out The Greatest Man in Babylon if you want to talk about money management. And one more by my friend Mike Michalowicz. Um, it's called Profit First. And in fact, I might have Mike Michalowicz on this podcast sometime in the future. But, I'm writing um, it down because I've actually, I've, I've never heard of that and I would love to read it. Profit First, fantastic book on, you know, most business owners, they, they pay themselves last. This is saying flip the script and uh, ultimately pay yourself first. It's a fantastic, fantastic book. I was actually listening to, I, I'm, a, I'm an audio learner um, because I'm always on the move. So I got to listen, listen, listen. So 
I was listening to it simultaneously. You know, part of the day I would listen to Prophet first. The other half, the other half of the day I was listening to the Greatest Man in Babylon. They coincide with each other a lot, but if you had to pick one to start with, start with the Greatest Man in Babylon. Just a fantastic book to read. Yeah. But um, we're talking to, you know, uh, single parents today. We're talking to people who take care of children. We're talking about being good role models and making smarter decisions with your money because that is going to spill off into what your children or the, the, the kids that you're taking care of, that's going to spin off into what they believe is the right thing to do. And kids these days are smartening up. You know, they, they understand how to start businesses. They know, we know that they don't want to go out and work a yeah. year, uh, a nine to five for 40 years for somebody. A lot of kids today are starting their own businesses, you know, so th they are smartening up. They are watching our generation, but we got to continue to educate them. And for those of you who don't know where to get that financial education, you're on these podcasts, you're learning, go to YouTube. It's free information, right? Yeah. But don't make an excuse that the information is not out there because it is. So maybe you are a parent or maybe you are someone taking care of a child and you, you really, you, you don't have that financial education. You don't have the resources. What I'm going to tell you um, is to add one thing to your knowledge every day. When I was down on wall street, fresh out of high school, I went to wall street. Um, the, the guy that I was working with, the broker, he said, if you add one thing to your business every day, eventually those days add up yeah. and so does, and you build your business every day. So if you just add one building block to your knowledge every day and you start taking action with what you're learning one step at a time, you can't climb Mount Everest without training first, right? So you got to be able to, you know, you climb Mount Everest one step at a time. That's how you get to the top. Yeah. One of my mentors gave me that same advice. This is like you, when you, you take in great information, you're not going to remember every single piece. But if you remember one sentence, you remember one principle That's and it. that is, that is compounded over time, right? So we know the, the eighth wonder of the world, right? Is compound interest. Well, guess what? Compound knowledge. Com the, I love it. You, you, you just add a little each, to each day and over time, you're just like, oh my gosh, like how did I you know, become so knowledgeable? How was I able to implement this and execute it at such a high level is because you were committed to that right. process. Yeah, right. absolutely. Now, now, it's the same thing with exercise. It's the same thing with every aspect of life. You know, most people can't go into the gym unless you're me. And I said, you can't go into the gym and bench press 315 without going to the gym for a year. I can do it, but most people can't. That's why we don't look like that, like that drawing on the left there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in all seriousness, it, t it just takes time. You can't be great at something unless you start from where you are and train yourself to become good at it. But while, you know, the, I, I guess the, the main key thing that we're talking about today is being a role model for your children and teaching them how to uh, make better decisions financially, how to build. The only way that they're going to be able to build that passive income, that generational wealth, is by learning it from you. So you have to start first. 
and I'm talking to everybody listening to this podcast, you have to start first. And then while you're learning, you can teach your children what yeah. and what to do and what not to do, the mistakes that you've made. That's how I was able to teach my 14-year-old how to cash a $13,000 check. That gives me chills. I love that. You know, yeah. so, I mean, what 14-year-old do you know is making that kind of money in real estate? So it's been a fantastic podcast, Janelle. Uh, a lot of great information. I love the, uh, the, uh, I love the path that we, that we've taken on this, uh, this podcast because people needed to people, a lot of people need to hear this stuff. There's a lot of, and I'm going to beat up on you guys a little bit. There's a lot of you. And I, and I mean, this in the most sincere way. There's a lot of people that make too many excuses mm. and there's a lot of information out here. So yeah. it's yeah. not lack of information is lack of wanting to get out there and actually do something. So I'm, encourage, I, I'm encouraging each of you to really take a, you know, take a self-examination and really think about, you know, the actions that you take every day and how it's affecting your children. Right. Because that, is, the, that right there is a deep why. Right. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you, if, if, if you're taking in information and you're just constantly consuming, 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 but you're not executing, um, it, 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 it really comes to the core of why are you doing this? And um, I did a coaching session last week and, um, you know, was talking with the young lady. I'm going to share this with you because uh, I think it's a story that will resonate with you. I know we don't have a lot of time. Um, and so we're working through a budget, helping her figure out what's that number, what's that number. She has a daughter and she's doing, you know, doing the budget. She says, I'm looking at this and I'm like, why should I care? Mm. And I said, well, where did that belief come from? And so she was explaining, she says, I know exactly where it came from. And so she shared her story about, you know, why, where she first, where that belief first originated. And then I said, okay, I said, well, your daughter, she copies not just what you say, but what you do. And so what you say is, why should I care? But then what you do with your money also shows, why should I care? Do mm. you want your daughter to grow up having that same attitude about money and then reaping the consequences? And that hit her so hard that she literally broke down in tears. And she's like, I never made that connection. And wow. it, was, it was a 180 degree shift for her. Wow, that's and powerful. So she, we got at the why and the why for her is that she doesn't want her daughter to say, why should I care about money? Why should I care about wealth? And so if you are in the constant, and she, she read all the, I mean, she read more books than me. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, had you read this book? You read this book? I was like, oh no, I didn't read that one. I was like, but let's talk about, you have all this knowledge. What, what are we doing with it? And so if you're here, you're listening to this podcast and you've been in that cycle, of gaining information but you haven't really been executing and there's a little one that's looking up to you that when they look at you they see the world but you're not showing them how to really build that lasting wealth once you're gone then that should be your why mm. that look in their eyes when they look up to you you want them to look at you with that look of adoration not looking at you it's like why didn't you teach me this why didn't you tell me this and so, so let's be your why so that why basically is that goal at the end of the tunnel for you guys. And like Janelle said, have, you know, maybe your financial situation, maybe you, we, we spoke about $5,000 a month earlier and maybe your expenses are $5,000 a month. All right. 
that should be your initial, that should be part of your why, but your why needs to be a lot bigger than that. You know, really it all boils down to what's going to, what's going to trigger you, what's going to make you, uh, uh, create that 180 degree change in your life. And a lot of the times it involves your children, but then the vehicle to get there is part of creating that plan. And then all you have to do is drive, take the action. Great call. Great call today. So if our listeners wanted to get in contact with you, how should they, how should they reach out to you? Well, you can always find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram, generation.wealth, Facebook, Generation Wealth, or you can visit my website if you want to um, learn more about the work we do in schools with individual clients online, uh, generationwealth.org. Generationwealth.org. Guys, definitely check that out. Janelle is a rock star. She always has been. Uh, And, you know, like I said, I've known her for, for 20 plus years since... 19 what when when did we go to high school 1996 yeah 1996 you're making me feel old right now (laughs) but uh look you know definitely check out janelle's website obviously she's a she's a rock star in what she does and she's truly out there to help individuals hence the reason she became a teacher uh, for both children and adults as well right and now she's doing it on a different you know on a different on a different scale and helping people gain financial uh, information, financial knowledge that they can apply into their lives, real tangible stuff that they can implement in order to be able to help create that generational wealth for uh, their families. Because what you do today will greatly impact your children. And then if your children is impacted by it, what do you think is going to happen with their children and then their your grand their your great grandchildren and so on and so forth. It yes. starts with you. Even if you don't come from the money yourself, you can you can start the process right now. Yes, create the legacy. Create the legacy for you and your family. Absolutely. So, great, great call. And if you if our listeners, you know, if if we had to take a step back for a moment and give our listeners some words of wisdom from Janelle Rock in order to really change their financial situation to start creating that generational wealth, what would it be? One thing I would say is that it is possible. Um, No matter how your situation might look, you know, you may not be in the best situation or things may be great, but you may not be the best teacher. Um, That what, what you see in your mind for your children the vision that you have for them, that it is possible. The very fact that you are able to see it in your mind's eye, that means that you can achieve it in this physical realm. Um, And it goes back to the thoughts plus the actions creates the belief. So whatever vision you see for those young people that you have in your life and for your own life, it is possible. You have to believe it and believe it enough to take that action to achieve it. I love it. Love it. Now look, guys. Janelle is now. Tell me where you, what island you were from again. Was it Trinidad? Oh, so many islands. <laughs> so many islands. So I was actually born in Brooklyn, but my mom is from Trinidad. My father's yep. Jamaican, and I grew up with my mom and my grandmother. And my grandmother's from Barbados. So wow. I am I've touched a lot of those islands. 
You know, and every now and then you'll hear the accent come out. <laughs> I hear it. I, I hear it right now. That's why I wanted to mention it. I love it. But, um, you know, it's kind of funny because we just, I, I didn't notice. I thought I was just from the South. I'm from Brooklyn, obviously, but uh, I have roots in the South. Um, my grandmother is from Mississippi. And then, you know, my, my, grand, my grandfather is from Mississippi. My, my grandmother is from Virginia. But then the rest of my family is from Brooklyn. But we did one of those DNA tests. Yeah. And we have roots from the Barbados, from Barbados. So I didn't even, I didn't even know that. I just, oh, you have to go. You have to go to, Bar that's my happy place. Oh, I've been there. I've been oh, there. I, I love it. Goodness. I love, Bar I go to Barbados at least twice a year. Yeah. I love yes. Barbados. Yes. It's beautiful. I, I, I've been there, you know, when I, my first time going there was back in 0304 when uh, I was doing natural bodybuilding. I went out there for a bodybuilding competition, but um, yeah, I absolutely love it. But unbeknownst to me and we just found out you know i that's where a lot of my roots are from so it's uh pretty interesting what you can find out through those dna tests off the topic but uh, <laughs> something that uh you know um it, it's fun to talk about but you know rock it has been a real pleasure having you on the line today oh, same here jamel this was so much fun i really appreciate you having me on um today and it's just, it's just wonderful to partner in being able to help people achieve that financial freedom. So I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. We really appreciate you jumping on the line, taking that time out. We know you're busy, um, but it shows how much you really true, truly care about helping others succeed in, in life in general. Guys, it has been a pleasure. Check out generationwealth.org. Check Janelle out on Facebook and on Instagram and all the social media platforms. She's definitely doing some things that will rock your world, especially if you want to know more about building that passive income to create that generation wealth and be able to help your children to be able to appreciate that as well. So it's been a real pleasure having you guys listen to us. And I'm looking forward to doing another one with you. Talk to you later. Check out my website at reieducationacademy.com. To make it easy, you can just simply go to jamelgibbs.com or check out my YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash jamelgibbs. I'm all over the web, whether it be on Facebook slash the Jamel Gibbs or on Instagram at Jamel Gibbs. I'm on LinkedIn as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. Check out all of these platforms for daily content, weekly content, more content from Jamel Gibbs. But if you want to get more in depth, go to reieducationacademy.com. And that's how you can find out more about my training material and how you can get started investing in real estate today. Talk to you later.